The following podcast contains language that some may find offensive, concepts that some may find unsettling, and advice that some may find uncomfortable. It regularly contains ideas that have been described as questionable, outrageous, even immoral. Children should be shielded from its influence, and adults should proceed with caution. If you are still inclined to listen, be advised that nobody's nose makes no claim that you will emerge unaffected. You have been warned. In the beginning, there was funny. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> That's the opening to the show. Yeah, that, we're going with it today. Okay. That's we're in token Asian, Matt and Dave. I- I kind of sounded like I was full of myself, but I I think I really am funny, and that that you know that's that's good and bad because I endlessly entertain myself, but uh, right, the, I'm sure the the feeling isn't mutual everywhere I go. The reason this works for you is because you just make yourself laugh. Oh goddamn yeah! I mean, people go, "Why are you such a recluse? Are you planning our murders?" And I go, "No." Why would you ask that question? You've been asked that question. People say that. Yeah. That, that means more than one. Well, because it, it's because of the news media. Every time they interview someone, it's they always quiet and keeps to himself. You know, the guy that shot up the KFC, the guy that did this, the guy that did this murder. He's always the quiet guy that keeps to himself. And since I'm the quiet guy that keeps to himself, they assume I'm killing people, but I'm not. And the people that that you're around. So this would be like people at your work. And that actually leads us into the first thing we do need to start this episode oh, talking yeah. about today. Okay. So what these would be so you're saying the people you work with might really think the worst of you. They might think you're some kind of a killer. Uh it probably has passed through their minds once or twice, but I actually do my job pretty well at work, so uh they kind of stay off my case. You you realize that's that doesn't really touch on the topic. Uh, what what topic? You said they stay off your case, but it was about whether they think you're a killer or not. Not whether they stay off your case. Whether they would say to the other to the news, "Oh yeah, he was totally quiet." No, they wouldn't say that. I I mean, hopefully they would just go, "Oh, he is loud and obnoxious." Okay, that's probably part of the reason I try to crank up the obnoxiousness part is because you know I know that if anybody gets murdered within like a hundred yards of where I live. I'm the first person they're going to look at. Well, you live around some real scumbags. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm not white, so I know who they come to first. I, I mean, I'm a realist. Now, the reason I said speaking of the people at your work is because the last episode that we did that wasn't a special. We did the Deadpool special in between, but they aired out of order. The last episode where you and I sat down, we were leaving after the episode to go see your boss's oh, band right. play live. And we did that, and now we can report on it. They were Okay, this is what I find pretty amazing. And I'm not saying this just because I had eaten like six pieces of THC candy before I watched them play. They were actually good. And why this is weird is because I've had so many people that I work with tell me, oh, hey, you should come see our band. We're really good or whatever. And you go see them, and it's like, God, please, no. does the world really need another smash mouth? And, you know, why don't I just say old man? And write it on my forehead because that was a really old reference. But anyway, yeah, this band that we saw was actually good. Don. Oh, that's Don. The Don. band was actually good. Yeah. We went and saw him in a bar in yeah, North and it, Seattle. And I'm not just saying that because Don's my boss. 
I would be as honest as I could because I'm pretty sure he. You and I have seen a lot of bands play over the years. Yes, they weren't bad at all. They were entertaining. Two words, Dave: suspended animals. (laughs) Wait, no, suspended animals were awesome. That, Dave, that, they, Dave, they did Anarchy in the UK cover. I don't actually remember that. This is a band. This is actually a band that played the night you and I met. Oh, did they play the night Suspended we met? Animals? The night played we the, met. The night we met, Matt, in Bellingham in 1990. Well, there, there goes the last couple of uh, girls that were willing to date me. They, they just ran out the door, Dave. That's an old ass reference. <laughs> You're an old man. Yeah, I guess I just have to wait till I'm 50 so I can date uh, middle schoolers. You know, they're looking for father figures. I watched To Catch a Predator. I know what's going on. If a girl asks you if you want sweet tea, then run out of the room. That's what I know. Okay. I'm just confused. So so you watch To Catch a Predator so you know how the young girls try to rope you in? Yeah. Those aren't really young girls. I know. It's fake. I know. I want I want the I want the real ones. You want the real underage girls? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I, I I just caused another edit. All right, let's let's just get back it's on the subject. Probably funnier if I don't. So. I was just kidding. I'm not looking for super young girls. Now, to be fair, I have set the ball up right up to the top of the net for you a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, and you have not spiked it when it comes to young girls that well, we've encountered in the okay. wild, right, Matt. In the out. wild, check this out. It's because they both wanted Dave. I I'm not going to take a Dave handoff. No, I, I, this, yes. ain't, this ain't basketball. I don't want to hand off. Matt, there's oh, wait, no that's other. Football. Sorry. <laughs> there's no other. Yeah, let's let's be careful. My sport analogy was way over the line already. So let's not mix them up here. Like, we were talking volleyball. Coming hard to the hoop? No, that's what I'm trying to help you with. So, yes, look. I'm not on the market. No, well, I no. have. If I can set up a situation uh, Dave, that, where the door is open, you should come in and, and get involved. See, Dave, that's what, what I'm trying to explain to you. They like you because you are off the market. If I was off the market, man, I'd be getting my dick sucked in the checkout line. But I'm not. You know, that's, that's where we deal with a little bit of this world's reality. Off the market, a lot of BJs. On the market, dick dry. Dry Listen. dick. I disagree. A lovely dick, but a dry one. I think it's. I think it might be a little disorienting. Like we got to bring race into this. (laughs) Wait, wait. Disoriented is racist. (laughs) (laughs) It might as well be now. (laughs) This changes everything. So dis or if you say you're disoriented, that just means you've lost your Asian. Is that what your Asianness? Yeah, you've been. Yeah, you're kicked out. Oh, weird. I never thought of that. You learned how to drive well. No, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> then, like, all right, no, you got to keep that in because I got to, I got to say this. Like, what do you got to say? Every time I drive, like Dave drives me around, which is a lot because I don't have a car. I drive Matt around. Yeah, but you get, you get candy in return, and that really I get sounded, candy. that sounded a little like sleazy, mambla ish. It might sound weird, but Matt pays me in candy, and and hold on, people, specifically foul candy. <laughs> That's a box of Tropical Heat Hot Tamales that Matt got me for a ride to Target. That's a sound that a sphincter makes when it's screaming out in agony. That's what would happen if I ate those. Right. But they're not for you. So you were saying, we'll be driving around and... Well, unless you shit them into my mouth. Okay, what were you saying? That's not going to happen. Well, not now. 
Um, what were, what was the question? It wasn't a question. Oh. You were saying, I, I said I was going to edit out my comment because I was literally only oh. making it oh, because right, right. you okay. make this yeah, yeah. comment all the time. Okay. When Dave's driving around, it's like, and I see someone driving poorly, it's like, I, I swear, this is the only time I ever pray because I'm not religious at all. Well, it's except when I say, oh God, you know, when I'm jerking. Anyway, uh, so I, I'm, I'm just sitting there going, oh, please don't be Asian. Don't be Asian. And you know what sucks is that 75% of the time, the shitty driver is Asian. No, you're, what's happening is because you're doing that, you're experiencing confirmation bias. You're actually forgetting the times you didn't have to make a comment about it. But you're only remembering the times it actually was an Asian person. Confirmation bias. No, because like, if and let's, I'd remember a white person driving shitty just so I could like say, oh, see, they're not all Asian. Matt. The last time you and I encountered a white person driving shitty, you rolled down your window and yelled at them. Well, because they're texting. So I go, get the fuck off your phone, quit texting, and fucking turn. And you know what? It worked. She she got out of the parking lot really quick. Yeah, you freaked her the hell out. But that's the thing. So That was pretty low grade. I mean, I could have jumped out of the car and started banging on her you know, side window or something. Yeah, we've completely gone past the point where you said that you call out, oh God, when you're jerking off. Right, but... uh. That's the one uh, one of two times I do it. The second is when I'm hoping that there's not an Asian driver driving really poorly. It's like, oh, God, please. Cause so is it perfectly normal for people to call out like that uh, when they're by themselves? Yeah. I, I mean, I'll drive past someone who's driving shitty. And it's one of two, <laughs> it, it's one of two things. It's like they're either driving shitty or, or they're texting or they're Asian. Okay. Now, actually, it's two. They're either Asian or they're texting. Now, yes, I actually don't. There are plenty of perfectly fine Asian drivers. I just I never don't, see them. I don't make that stereotype call, but you often do in the passenger seat of my car. Well, it, I feel bad because, you know, I want to look good in front of Whitey. I don't want the prejudices of Whitey world to, like, be true. I want to be able to say, hey, look, that guy's perfectly white and he's driving poorly. But it just doesn't happen. No, well, like I said, the last time you were mad at a white person driving poorly in my car, you caused an incident. Like, they became aware of you being very unhappy, and then I had to deal with it. Because if oh, I man. had had a working horn, you probably would have reached over and tried to honk at them. Oh, my God. I never thought of that before. Because, like, I may have fucked my people. Like, she may be hiring, you know, at a hiring place and will pass over an Asian because the last time she had interaction with an Asian, the guy was screaming at him. Really, though, an Asian person yelling at someone for driving poorly is awesome. Well, it's funny. It's gotta, it's gotta make that person. If the person believes in the stereotypes, they gotta be like, God, man, I really should pay attention. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what they say. You know what they're thinking? This is the last time I eat it, fucking Magic Dragon, those assholes. We interrupt this program for a word from our sponsor. If you need a ride in the Seattle area, use Black Crown Car Service. Black Crown Car is your best option for rides in Seattle. Ah, Seattle, jewel of the Pacific! Download the app for your mobile device at www.blackcrowncar.com. Oh, I take the Crown Car so I can meet with many concubines! Black Crown's professional drivers are the best in the business. Oh, loose women. On demand or reserve, cash or card, 24-7, whatever you need. Black Crown Car will be there for you. No brown eye here, Yankee. Um, I've got a lot of uh, questions for you today. Bring them on. So we're gonna we're gonna go for the what's on your mind section. Basically, we're going to just go with the stuff that I showed you already. 
So I wanted to talk to you about the, I showed you a couple of videos before we started. There was the weird Arby's worker. Oh, the plant. You, okay. To your credit, you called it fake immediately. Like when it cut to the guy, you called the video fake. Well, I think you said fake within five seconds of well, him it, talking. Now, the way I knew is uh, it wasn't for lack of talent because like the guy was actually, he did a pretty good job. It's the way it was cut. Usually if they interview someone and then they cut away to some other people and they bring that person back, it's the end of the, the article. The, right. The, the, but they kept bringing him back. So you knew that it was, they, what they should have done is maybe edited those sections in the one chunk and then just stuck it at the end. Because uh, that way it would have it would have been a lot harder to, to pick identify that out. It? Yeah, identify. Well, it. if you think the news would stay on a person ranting that crazily, that's that's the first sign that it should be considered fake. But what we're talking about is a news report from 2011 that a a comedian has recently edited one of his characters into, and this is a guy that works at Arby's. It's a story about a car crashing through the window of an Arby's. And this was supposedly someone who worked there and he edited it in as if he was talking to the news in the news story in the aftermath. And this guy is the same guy that plays a character called Onyx the Fortuitous, who has been um, he's been in different news things before. He uh, he did the same kind of thing with a fake news thing uh, with the Satanic Temple in Michigan, I believe. And he's done some Comic-Con stuff where he has interviewed people and he's a crazy person. Um, He comes off like a crazy person, but it's all a. It's all a comedy bit, mm-hmm. but his character's name is Onyx the Fortuitous. I don't know if his uh, if that was supposed to be Onyx working at the Arby's or if that was just another character. Yeah, it makes him sound sound like a Norse, like a Norse, like he'd be hanging out with Thor and. Uh, yeah, well, he's he's supposed to be like a nerdy, yeah, like a nerdy game player, Comic Con kid kind oh, of thing. Oh, I got gotcha. you. There's a lot of those. But we're going to embed the video in the uh, blog page for this episode. People should go check it out because it is hilarious. It's, uh, he, he just keeps spinning this news story into a, a crazy firsthand account that ends up with him in, in the netherworld flying around on his leathery wings because of the, the true inner beast he's turned into and all wow. kinds of other shit. The true inner beast. You, you, you just saw this, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that you were less... You were less impressed by his bit as you were just by the fact that it, that he had made this thing. Well, that and just from a technical standpoint, I think they could have matched the video a little bit in post. Because I, I do a lot of compositing, so I noticed that stuff, which is like a totally nerdy thing to do. So you're noticing that the video quality wasn't the same. Well, yeah, they could have they could have used like Boris effects or something and matched match the grain and all that kind of thing it doesn't take a long time to do i mean have pride in your work people please now we watched another video oh about uh the dick i have been called tropical storm and i thought this one would be the reason i showed this to you is because when i encountered this the first time i thought well that's got matt written all over it tell us what it was what was the name of the song i don't remember it was about a guy taking a dump it, the song, and his penis would touch the water. The song is called Dick Touch the Water. Yeah. And they had a dance that went along with it. The da- Now, the dance was pretty good. The chorus is, when I shit, my dick touched the water. Now, like, see, th- that's the thing with me, is that I have this hard, fast rule, so to speak, uh, that comedy bits should always be like porn. You know, if you're going to hint at something... You got to have a money shot. So I, I was thinking, you know, I want to see a dick touching the water or, or I want to see shit flying out. But now this was for 
this was supposed to all be just insinuating. If they showed that stuff, it would totally change. It wouldn't have been for a wider audience. We will never I said, know. I said wider, not whiter. Hey, whatever, man. It's a white, white world. But they did do a pretty awesome one. The whole video, it basically shows a bathroom and the two people singing are switching off and on, sitting on the toilet with like the other person standing in the doorway like they're waiting to use the toilet. And I believe that effect was called a rack focus. Is that right? They were... When they're, they're rack focusing in between each other. Isn't that what it's and called? And it would cut to them doing this, doing this dance where they have one arm out in front of them and they're swinging back and forth, but it's it's kind of it, waving behind like it's dragging it, in the water. They they used to call that the elephant dance, like <laughs> the it, when, elephant dance. When we it's were exactly in, what it when looks we were like. in like preschool, dance like an elephant. It's exactly what. It and is. I think there's like the music is more. It's very very simple beat with like some sounds of like water dropping. Yeah, it's like a. One of the main drums, I think, is a plop. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, something like that. <laughs> now, great, now I got to pee. <laughs> um, and then one guy is like... One of the guys, he does like the background noises too, and he's all, splash. Yeah. No, it's good. We will put this video also up. No, I, I like this one. And again, this is my own personal taste. It's just like, I wish there would have been at least one money shot. Like something blowing up, like a like a shit bomb. Like this, that just, that's They what, could have done something artistic like filming from under the water and then seeing something breaking the surface. Totally. Like a hot dog getting dropped into like a, a toilet and then film it from underneath, like through a, you know, through a glass dish or something. Yeah, totally. And <laughs> that's a good, that's a pretty good noise. Hey guys, if you're out there listening to this and I'm sure you are, uh, you can use that free of charge. Oh yes. This, the, here's a sound effect. It's the Ferris Bueller. It's Cameron. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they're at the, uh, are they at the stock market or the the, 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 the trade board or something there? And uh, he's looking out the window and he just goes, flicks Some, the side yeah, of his face. Like that. Yeah, I taught myself how to do that after watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I can do that. Yeah, but that's, 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 that's a lot and that's cool, but I like the one big drop. Yeah, you did good. You did well. And, and then look, I can do the thing from Animal House. That's a little bit disturbing, actually. Okay. Um. What did? What's? Oh, he did. Um. What Yankee other did strange one? noises can you make? That's a. Uh, that's Yankee Doodle. Yeah, that was probably a... your favorite titled song. That was a song that they did in Animal House. I... Oh man, I'm out of breath. It's because I did all those bong tokes. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were just talking about the videos that we watched before oh, yeah, the show because I try to expose you. I try to expose you to some different aspects of culture since you don't do the social media stuff. You have no place for it in your life. Well, I mean, I'm doing that for everyone's safety because, like, people are too damn touchy. At least with the podcast, I can go. Well, you you came and listened to it. I don't want to invade in anyone's space and just like take over with my whatever I do. You don't trust yourself to uh, to use it with like with great responsibility. Oh fuck no! Great no. power and great responsibility, Spider Man. No, because like nine out of ten times when anybody opens their mouth at any time during the day, whether they're in front of me or they're on TV, I just want to go. You got to fucking just die, and people don't like to hear that. And you know, like. 
there's a lot of people out there that really need to receive my rage just as for medical purposes because they need it. It's like you don't want to. They need it. It's medicine for them. It's medicine for them. I don't know about that. Well, that's good because I do. Hey, on the way here, we stopped off at your your new favorite store. Oh, yes. Uh, what did you get? You got something. See, and the reason I bring it up is because I'm not sure. I think while this may have worked for making you talkative, it, it did leave a little bit of edge there because you're talking about, you know, feeding people their medicine. Well, I, I don't mean it that harshly. I'm just saying that when I get on the Facebook, do I really need to fucking see what you ate for lunch? It's just like, fucking keep it to yourself. I don't care where you got the best baklava. You know, does is my life any better because I've seen a, you know, super resolution picture of your fucking baklava? I don't want, I don't need to see it. So that's one of the reasons. Another reason is because it's always the people who I don't want to hang out with that want to hang out. And I just need to stay off that. Like, because I'm, I try to be nice. I go, no, I, no, thank you. And keep getting bothered. And pretty soon, it's just going to end up poorly for the other person. So... It's best if I stay off of Facebook. It's just best if you just stay out because of that it, social realm. Because it's a social thing and everyone's being social and they want to learn. And I understand that. I Let wonder if you out. and I, because you have a Facebook account. So I wonder if you and I could do like, um, you know, when, when there's a, when there's a parent that is no longer trustworthy. So they do, um, monitored visitations. I'm not aware of that day. Maybe. Well, neither of us have kids, but perhaps you've that heard we know of that of. before. Okay, there you go. But maybe maybe it would be something you've heard of. Monitored visitations is where a social worker is present in the room when the parent is with the child to make sure that the child stays safe. So maybe you could log into your Facebook account with me there every now and then just to say hi to a couple people. Oh, you mean because I don't know the difference between good touch and bad touch kind of thing? <laughs> Facebook touch. Facebook touch. Okay. Yes. Well, I mean... I don't know. That seems a little weird. But some every once in a while, people would like you to come on and say hi on see, Facebook. See, I don't understand. They call for you now and then. Every once in a while, they do. If you went to your Facebook page, you'd see messages from people saying, where are you? Well, I mean, I've had the same phone number for the past, I don't know how long. Give me a call. Fuck. I know. People don't use phones anymore. <laughs> You've had the phone number. The people that would have your phone number that we're talking about, that all predates Facebook. They may not still have the phone number because they're... That goes way back. They might have had it written down back when people wrote down phone numbers. All right. Well, if, if you're looking for me, just talk to Dave. I see him about once a week. That's true. That is kind of how we're doing it now. So I like that better because Dave likes being irritated by people. I mean, he talks to people all the fucking time. Just like he loves to converse. I'm talking he likes, to you right he, now. Yeah, he's talking to me. Right, he loves this back and forth thing. And like with me, I've got ADHD pretty bad. So it's just like, man, I, I'll like zone out after about five seconds if it's not interesting and and i'm sorry but most of the stuff that people talk about isn't interesting to me i I don't care about babies and shit because i don't have babies and shit right and it's you know nothing against other people but it's just like do i do i want to be entertained or do i want to be miserable and i'd rather be entertained so i just hang out with probably who i think is the most entertaining person in my life right now which is me that's basically i mean you were once again stating kind of what your main premise is and that's fine yeah and, well i mean imagine a three-year-old child picking his nose in the mirror i mean that's pretty much me that's you or, or like going oh i've got a hole back there <laughs> um in your nose that's weird so listen w- this section actually usually after we do the what's on your mind segment we do this week in weed and i thought we would start with 
stopping at the store and you have a canister in your hand. We stopped at, what is the name of the store that you like to stop at? Grass and Glass. Formerly just grass. Right. It just said grass in the window, but we all, the people inside are actually very nice, very professional. It's set up nicely. It's yeah. clean. It's it's professional. And, it's, and not not one little hangy from the door bead string nothing, in the place. No. Nothing that suggests that until you look in the cases and see pipes and bongs. Yeah, and I don't think I saw one piece of paisley in the whole place. So it's it's you know it's a pretty good place. So what did you buy? You okay? So you went up and once again said, "I need something good for recording a podcast." And she got it. This wasn't the same person that helped us before, but she got a interesting smile on her face and said. Oh, yes, you need this. And super hand- Lemon Haze. Super Lemon Haze. So this was your first time with Super Lemon Haze. Yeah. I, I hope How it- was it? Oh, yeah, it was lemony and super and hazy. It Wait, really so good. is there, do they call it lemon because it has a lemon taste? Yeah, it kind of had a, had a lemon kind of overtones to it. So, so yeah. It is, is this like wine where each one is a little different and people talk about? Yeah. Yeah. They, hmm. you know, they mix different breeds and yeah, it's just like wine. Only they don't, they don't have wine. Weedos? Yeah. <laughs> we, they just, they just call them stoners. Oh, okay. But <laughs> a wine, a wine, weed wino is a stoner. Okay. Not a weedo. <laughs> not a weedo. Okay. Though it, yeah. What a weedo. It, it sounds like something someone would say. <laughs> yeah, but then if we kept going that way, heroin could be hero, and that screws everything up. Yeah, that's true. Deto. Coco. Coco. <laughs> Coco beware. Wow, that's a really old wrestling reference. Isn't he the guy that kind of ripped off uh, Morris Day's bird dance and used to come down to the ring with an actual parrot? But there was a bird, right? That yeah. was, it was important. Yeah, I think so. It go, that goes so back, I can't even really remember. Yeah, I don't, he might not even be alive. So, so I guess the point is, you like the store a lot. I don't mind going there. I think it's cool. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice place. It seems like a good business. And the people that work there are classy and professional and friendly. Yeah. I mean, that the guy didn't even give me a hard time when I couldn't find my ID when we got there. Nope. He's, he's really nice. Yeah. So, so we, that's, I think this is its second, if not the third time we've mentioned Glass and Grass on here. They're on 15th Avenue in North Seattle. Oh, and the guy that- They're I... across the street from a Burger King. Yeah, which is- pretty fitting actually but uh to my main source i still buy from you i just buy small quantities from the store your, your main legal source my my main legal source in case he's listening yeah don't worry i'm still your boy okay not like that but you know i do know now moving on uh last week i posted on my facebook actually on the nobody's knows facebook but then i believe i shared it on mine uh a picture of you purchasing a cotton candy machine Oh, yeah. And people knew immediately what you intended to do with the cotton candy machine. Which was to make cotton candy and give it to the neighborhood kids. Oh, wait, wait. No, that's not true. You were, of course, going to put your own secret ingredient in it and call it potten candy. Yeah. Which you have done. Which which I have done. I witnessed you doing it. I took video of it today. If it works, I'll put that video up. If it works? If the video looks good and I can edit it. Can't you fix it in post? No. <laughs> when something doesn't work, it just doesn't work. If it's not good enough, I just... Ah, uh, just mocap it and throw Remember, it in Remember, I kept leaving the room because there was some concern that the process could actually contaminate the entire area with... Well, it... it you could aerosol weed the room. Well, it kind of fumed up on us. But, uh, no, it, it... So I held my breath and videotaped and then left the room. It was a slow start because I had, uh... 
basically you, you make it out of hard candy or sugar and i so i just ground up some pieces of real strong hash candy i made so you you made this candy then you ground it up to yeah, get the sugar but i powdered it which you're not supposed to do it needed to be gra- needed more to be granular. granular because it's all gravity fed so and i asked you if you used a mortar and pestle yeah because is it pestle pestle with you have to hit the t yeah it's a pestle you can't say pestle you can say whatever you want i mean like trestle or truss you can say you can say whatever you want okay it's pestle though with pestle okay anyway no order and pesto i didn't use that i used a magic bullet welcome to the 21st century dave <laughs> a magic bullet well, yeah. maybe that's part of your problem and, and anyway it, it pulverized it into this powder i probably should have just uh pulsed it so <laughs> what you know so it would have broken into bigger chunks but anyway that was fine because once i figured that out since this candy was so strong i did a half and half of granulated sugar and the ground up candy and it actually worked so made some pot and candy so you made pot and candy and actually uh ho- i'm gonna take a picture of you holding it up here while we're recording it really looks like uh insulation from a wall okay and you didn't put it on a stick no why not because if i put this stuff on a stick and you know like a regular size piece of cotton candy it would probably have like six or seven doses in the damn thing Okay, like, so you're gonna you're just gonna have it small in a baggie like that. Now, yeah. are you gonna eat the pot and candy right now? Yeah, while I'm eating a piece, I don't. I think this is two doses, so I might not want to eat it all. But I'll eat. Dude, that's such bad news. It instantly dissolved once it. It my... instantly dissolved. There's some on your shirt, but I was looking for the reaction for flavor. Oh, kind of just tastes like sugar. It actually removed a lot of the strong hash flavor, which is weird. You think it removed it, or did it actually not make it into it? Did it not actually... No, there's hash in here. You're sure? I'm very sure, because, um, no, it was thoroughly So you just ate a little less than half of what was in the bag? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you'll have to report if... Uh... But instead of it lasting about 10, 15 minutes, you know, hard candy, chunk of hard candy... Uh, it pretty much just dissolved. It and just it, hit your bloodstream yeah, right now. Yeah, it's, it's like 20 seconds, and it, and it was gone. All right. So is there anything I should know to look for if you start having like a negative reaction? Well, the, the only negative reaction that I have from, you know, overconsumption is usually just falling asleep. Okay. You well, know, just put a mirror in front of my face and turn my head. Okay. So you bought a child's cotton candy maker. Oh, yeah. I should have. I should have. I, I which, by the way, you and I are eventually going to do a series of videos of, of unboxing videos. This is something we talked about. We won't go into any detail here, but just, just to tease what's coming in the future. Uh, we're going to do some, I think what will be some really excellent YouTube videos. And this is the kind of thing that we'll be getting into. You bought a, like, I don't think it was called little princess cotton candy maker, no, but it, it was something it like was that. Something close. No, it was the real cotton candy machine. No, the real magic cotton candy machine. Real magic. But it came with a light up wand, wand that you thought was a sex toy. Well, it looked like a sex toy. It looked like one of those, uh, anal things. One of those anal things. Well, you know, not quite a big dildo, kind of skinnier for the sphinx. But but it also lit up in pulsed color. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to add some flavor to your games, you know? Uh, you know, after being married for however long you want to lighten the mood, so to speak. But that toy was targeted at preteen girls. Yeah, and they they don't explore? That No, <laughs> no. I do not think that's what that was about. What... We'll take a picture of it and we'll put it up there on the old uh, Well, I site. have the picture of you buying it at Target. So that's definitely... By the way, 
We talked earlier about me trying to set up the ball for you. This was one of those times. We didn't get the checker at Target that you were buying the cotton candy machine. But after I had a nice conversation with some laughing with the checker at Target, you were buying a little girl's cotton candy machine and you didn't take it further. That's what I'm saying. Well, what was I supposed to say to her? Like, oh, this is for my daughter? No. <laughs> And, and she would go, oh, he's such a responsible guy. Let's date. But he's married. Oh, who gives a fuck? No. No, I That's don't know That's how the world that. works now. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. But, uh, no, I mean, like, if I thought I would have had a chance. and, I, and I'm like, going to continue searching for you, Matt. I'm going to keep trying to Dave, find. <laughs> and good luck, Dave, because, you know, you might not have noticed this, Dave, because you're so busy, getting busy. But I freak chicks out, man. <laughs> We could work on it. And the ones I don't freak out, I would be freaked out by. <laughs> I'm going to put out there that it's okay if you're freaked out by them. Wait, what? It's totally okay if you're freaked out by them. No, it's not. Because, like... It's the experience that you do have is what we're looking no, for, not what, the experience that you avoid. Uh, no, this see, because every episode that I watch on Discovery ID... <laughs> It starts out with, I should have seen the signs. <laughs> right. These but... are signs, Dave. I don't want to end up at the end of a Discovery ID show. I want to I want to leave before the first five minutes where it's like, oh, you know, he caught a clue and walked away and survived. In fact, I should start a show called I Survived This Shit and then go to all these girls that you think I should have gotten together with and see how fucked up their lives are. Okay. Because, like, Dave always finds these gnarly, like, fucking crazy chicks. And then since he we doesn't want to jump no on this. Idea. He doesn't want to jump on this? Well, no. I'm in a happy well, no, relationship. He, no, like, that's why. That's why. He's in, in a relationship. So, you know, he, he, he hands them off to me. And and I'm not as I'm, I'm not as crazy in the sack as Dave is. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a conservative guy. Please, I heard some shit about you. Yeah, I'm totally, cr I'm totally cracking up. As, how's the how's the pot and candy? It's good. Okay. Um. Yes, I've made a film or two. I will. Oh wait. <laughs> I know you. Ha I, well, yeah. There's Heartbreak Beat, and then there's For the Cash. You made those two films. You were involved in something called Don't Go in the Kitchen. Oh, that's right. Um. Yeah. So is those are those the films you're talking about? Yeah, those were the films I'm talking about. These are the films we're talking about, Dave. Yeah. So, I guess the point is, there are... All right, we're both funky in the sack. Are you happy? <laughs> no, but I just think that... We're like you're, monkeys. You're, you're diving out, like, we don't know the plane's going down, and you're already bailing out with the parachute. Like, go down with the plane a little first. Oh, There's mean... still time to bail out. So, eat her out and then dump her? Sure. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that didn't sound sincere. Fuck. Now, are, are we talking like, you it, know, well, well, chewing I was on being, the lab or just... I was being metaphorical. Oh, there you go, being all metaphorical again and confusing the yellow guy. Yeah, I think... Now, I talked about this with my doctor. He's like, man, I take things so literally sometimes. It's like, maybe I do have some kind of little bit of autism going on. <laughs> I think that's... You're just... You're on the spectrum? Yeah. I thought he said speculum and got scared. Yeah, but I just, it was the spectrum. I was counting down in my head how many seconds would go by from my uttering the word 
spectrum for you to turn it into the word speculum, and you did not disappoint. No, that was less than five seconds, I'm sure. Yeah, you did a, you did a great job there, buddy. <laughs> hey, so we are going to move right along on this one. We're going to move out of this because I think we've covered it. Now, is there, and you got a lot of questions, actually. Is there a this porn week. movie called Speculum? D- uh, no, okay. but wow. So t- um, how do you envision that? Have we, I think I thought we talked about this on the last show. Speculum. I I just people always ask, how are you so creative, right? And and people the, and, always ask. People always ask you a lot of things. Yeah, and they go, what the fuck, man? Why are you so creative? They usually don't say directly why are you so creative. You, I think you're I'm thinking inter- they're saying it. Yeah, what they usually say is, where the fuck did you get that idea? Mm. But it's the same thing, okay. more or less. Okay. Uh, you know, it's. The gist or gist or, or whatever. Um, um, no, 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 no. It's it's gist. Right. Okay. Not jizz. That means something else. Yeah, I know. Okay. Semen, white gold, testicle tea. Um, so anyway, what was I talking about? Don't know. Oh, fuck. People always say to you, because there's things people always say to oh, you. Oh, because, yeah, how do you get creative? And, like, being creative, it's not like, oh, you got talent. There's no such thing as talent. There's only repetition of doing stuff that you're good at and you got to figure out what you're good at and then just do it all the time and then you'll be good what creativity is isn't what most people think creativity is it's almost a thing it's like this unimind that's floating out there and all you do is you just grab these ideas out of this ether and people that are able to do that are creative people that aren't able to do that are not creative so like you think that there's like a collective consciousness yeah yeah, it's a collective consciousness. And within that, there's comedic and there's serious and political. I mean, there's all yeah, romantic, whatever. Like, huh? It's it's like uh, it's a timeline, but it's to the side. It's not. It's it's, it's not, a little bit spiritual. What it's you're not talking after. About here. It's not before. It's the same and to the side. Okay. Now th- th- this this is just a theoretical. I this is the way you're putting it into an idea form for people to understand, or you believe. That this is a a thing that exists that could be like identified, that could be proven. Mm, yeah, sure. Why not? It's so it's a realm of idea, mm-hmm. and you think that might be real? Yeah, because like uh, I- I'm amazed at how many average people just can't come up with anything, and they're closed off from they're, the realm of y- ideas. Yeah, because you start out as a, a little kid. You're open to all these ideas, but then your parents put dampers on you, and before you know it, you're you're just like a automaton. You know, you don't create anything. You're more of a reactive being. You know, you're like mold. It's like let's find where the dampness is, and we'll just grow there. So, would a wolf child or some kind of raised by apes human baby be more in touch with this realm? Well, if they had greater intelligence, but if you're hanging out with wolves all the time, you you're probably not very cognitive or anything. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, like you'd probably be really good at burrowing and and like catching wild animals or something. But I don't know. You know, you'd have to have a a mixture of both. You'd have to have the wolf. You need the complex reasoning skills and the language too. Yeah, I mean, if okay. you if you want to be able to express whatever creativity that you're grabbing. Okay. I mean, because if you're a wolf, you can you pretty much just express it through a uh, fucking and feces. Well, they're just a just a wolf in in the fact that they were raised in a pack. But they're still a human baby. Right. So what I'm saying is you'd have to have the wolves raise them and then have them be in the regular world. Right. They've done movies like that. Yeah. That's pretty much Tarzan, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. 
Except with Tarzan, wasn't he raised by monkeys? Apes, whatever. Is it monkeys or apes? They're different. Oh man, are, are, is this another PC thing we're gonna get into? We're gonna get a lot of no. I think it's there's a monk, do monkeys have a prehensile tail? Yeah, I think that's what the deal is. But apes do not. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I find that that theory of yours very interesting, and I I can't say that my experience with creativity, I can't say that I disagree entirely with you because sometimes I don't know where ideas come from. Yeah, because like most of the shit I say on this show, I'm like, and you and you ask me about it's not just because I'm stoned and don't remember. It's because I'm literally pulling stuff out of the ether on the fly to answer you. So this isn't actually... Right, so when people listen to the show and they think, my God, it's so profound. How do they possibly do it? It's That's I'm, why. I'm pulling from the ether. Oh, man. Pulling on the ether. Pull, I knew pull people on that did ether. that in high school. Supposedly there was this girl who... And I'm uh, still not blind. ...who used to do a lot of ether, and then she'd put on fake ears and say she was the ether bunny. Dude, you really walked a long road to get to that one. It's a true story, though, and I just thought of it just now because you it, said ether. Is that is that really true? Yeah, I didn't really know her. My friend knew her. She they did. did they did. A, she for, huffed ether. Yeah, they did. A, they had like a whole. That's there was not like good a, for you. No, you probably have similar experiences with this. In high school, I had some friends that would do a lot of crazy shit. Basically, anything that could kind of be a drug, they would just go for. Yeah, I saw a guy once who I will not name, find a bottle of medication that said it had codeine in it on the label. So this was an open bottle that had been in a drawer for years. And they found the bottle in the drawer. And once they saw the word, the faded word codeine on the label, they ripped the cap off and chugged the contents of the bottle right in front of me. I don't know. That could have literally been a bottle that had had codeine in it that someone had put paint thinner in for like making like, you well, know, for painting models. They did. didn't know what it was. They just drank it because they saw the word codeine. Homer did that on an episode of The Simpsons and he goes, oh, I guess I needed more estrogen. <laughs> yes. So definitely I, there were some all of the or any of the above. But you were from Bellingham. Drug users. Yes, from Bellingham. Bellingham. So... I think people use ether. They talk about they talk about ether, huffing ether in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. No, yeah, they're but, gonna soak it into the carpet so the 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 um, fumes can rise up in their faces while they drive. Right, but like I'm just saying that you know, in my view, Bellingham has a little redneckish. Oh yeah, flavor to it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So like you know, and just a little bit on the outskirts of Bellingham is even worse. Bellingham is the city compared to. Three, four miles outside of Bellingham. And was hay fields and berry fields and stuff. Horrifying, but true. Yeah. It is the truth. We're going to go into the Ask Matt section. Okay. The Ask Matt segment, otherwise known as Dear Ashy. And you are totally cool with that, and I'm good with that. So here we go. <laughs> the first couple. It's... I, I still can't believe I called it that, but yeah. You didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. You've just, you've just given up on complaining about it over the time. Yeah, I think that... Uh... Hold on, hold on before you ask the first question. I'm going to eat another bite of this cotton candy. Wait, you're going for, for more of the, the pot and candy? Oh, yeah. I, I keep forgetting pot and candy. <laughs> it's, it's your thing. So hold on. Let's see if I can get a picture of you taking another. Uh, take some out. Take the amount you're going to take. All right. Go for it. Hopefully you got a shot where it looks like I'm, I'm sucking on Piglet's penis. I think that's uh, I think that's what people will think was happening, yeah. Hey, that, that Asian sucking on Piglet's penis. Oh, 700,000 views. Again? Okay. Um, <laughs> Pork bite. 
What's this? Going into the questions. Now, remember, some of the people who ask these questions, you may recognize their names or you may recognize them from context of the questions. But remember, we are keeping people. I know. Don't insult them. Okay. Right. We're keeping people anonymous. So it's not just don't insult them. It's that in some cases, it may be that they actually are protecting a career or something by needing see, to be kept. See, now I already know who you're talking about. So, <laughs> well, uh, we'll, okay, we'll, okay. we'll get there. There's a few of them. But the first one is going to be pretty simple to understand. People in their careers. Carrie W. asks, <laughs> when's the next movie I can star in? Like porn? No, I think she means a movie that you would make because you have made films. Oh, yeah. Uh, and no, and, and well, okay, I thought that... we were supposed to keep it anonymous. I was trying to make a, like, <laughs> right. a, a, a trying to trick people. No, no, this one get, context will give it away for sure. But also, <sighs> um, I realized that by saying you've made movies, that doesn't necessarily delineate yeah. it between real movies and porn. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that films. the person asking the question, you know who this person is. Well, they yeah. want to know when you're going to make a movie but they dude, can star okay, in. Okay, just recognize this. Right before that, you had gave me the spiel about we're going to keep them anonymous. So I was trying to trick the audience into thinking I didn't know who this person was. And then you ruined it. Yeah, but that was more as we go through. <sighs> because they're going to become more obvious, but also... Well, you didn't say that, Dave. Yeah, but I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say it before every question. Well, no, you could have just said, oh, this one coming up does not apply to the rules that I just laid down. <laughs> no, it, it, it applies. Otherwise, I would have just called this Carrie W. by her actual name. The point is... Because no one's going to figure that out. Can you see yourself making another movie and casting one of your old stars? Oh, yeah. Got any ideas? Um, Could she be your Molly Ringwald? Could you John Hughes her yeah, a script? Yeah, let, let's take this in a real uncomfortable place, Dave. Thanks. That'll help me be creative. Is that uncomfortable? Well, you know, you don't want to fucking lay your dick where you work. <laughs> I know there's the saying is a little more eloquent than that, but that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, Yeah, I, I don't see why not. I, I Are I'm, you... Wait a minute. Are you suggesting that John Hughes an adult man was writing scripts for Molly Ringwald because he was having sex with her? I don't know. Was he? Wait, wait you actually entertained that notion? Well, about two seconds ago when you brought it up. Okay, because you were the one talking about... All right, it, that's I'm maybe I'm making the leap because it seemed like that's what you were objecting to about my suggesting that you be inspired and write a movie for Carrie W. Oh, no, like... uh that was like the first thing that this guy, Evan, do you remember Evan, the guy who wrote the walk in between the raindrops thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was like the first question he asked me. He wrote me a letter and that was the first thing he asked me was like, do you get the hots for your actresses? And I just, <laughs> and I just thought that was the weirdest fucking question because I was too worried about God, are we going to get enough lighting and all that stuff? But we saw walking between the raindrops. You understand why he would ask that question. Oh yeah. He wanted to get on that action probably. I mean- but he cast himself as he the, cast himself as the lead. Yeah, as the lead love interest guy, or not the love interest, but the lead character. There was some kind of an interest between them, though. They had a little back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I in my movie, I stood on a table and aimed a gun at someone. I mean, I, what does he think? Someone you aimed a gun at me and Greg Bennett. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, uh, what kind of movie would it be? I, I'm I'm thinking sci-fi comedy. Sci-fi comedy starring Carrie W. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we get... Like, like a Barbarella me remake. I think you're going to get... <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, that's not terribly bad. I think that... Flesh Gordon? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Carrie. Don't worry. I have a feeling that you're going to get bit pretty hard by the YouTube bug here in the next year. My, If I have one prediction about you, it's that 
while you won't do social media, I think you're going to be pretty seriously involved in YouTube. And you may envision a way to you, to pull some of these old elements that you used to have into YouTube productions. Okay. Okay. So keep her in mind for that. All right. Well, like if we do that cooking show thing, you know, and I'm not saying that just because she's a woman. What's the cooking show? I don't know. We're just going to make food with pot in it or something. I can't remember. <laughs> you, that's your show. Yeah, but I mean, you are the producer, so I, and I'll, I'll be involved. You got to produce. Okay. Shit. Someone, I'll just, I'll just use their first name. Someone named Soto asks, "Hmm, whatever happened to the WFMU and King's Head Inn recordings?" I believe Eric Kinder had it. Oh, last. really? Yeah. And th- now we can we can clarify this a little bit. These would be the recordings that your band 1007 made on tour. Yeah, I think I think I thought that Eric had it you last. Kinder had the. Were they just cassette? Tapes? Yeah, it was just a cassette. Um, if not. It could be among the cassettes that we took from your apartment when you moved last time. It could be. I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember if there were copies of it or if there's just the one tape. But, I, I mean, you could probably, like, offer to pay a couple of bucks to FMU and just have them transfer it from there. You think they still have it? They still play 1007 on there sometimes. Really? I don't know in how many years, but... So you, as far as you're concerned, though, you believe that exists. Well, if it, if no, it's, it, if it, it's if it's in your hands, you and I would not have thrown that tape out. So no, it no. went into your cassettes, and we know where your cassettes are. Yeah, I don't remember though if if I came across that when we were searching through. Search. You know what's funny though is that you either mentioned it to me at the time or we saw it. So we did. I think okay. I don't know that we saw it. It, it came up back then. That was a few years ago. It was 2012. So um, I think that that might actually live again at some point. But that is. So you did a King's Head Inn recording. That was a live recording of you playing at the King's Head Inn. I don't know if I have that one. They weren't the same? They weren't on the same tape? No, no, no. It okay. was uh, like the FMU thing was a, was through their board, through their sound. So that it when sound- you got, And you guys played live on the radio. Yeah. So, I mean, and that was after we had uh, toured all through the South. So we were, the songs came out pretty tight. Like, nice. And it was a, most of the shit, not most of the shit, but I'd say about a third of the shit we never released because... It was songs that, that I had written in the couple of months before we went out on tour, and then we were playing them all the time. So this 1007 tape, live at WFMU, you say it has songs that were from after the Your Cool record oh, yeah, that were never yeah. released. Well, now I definitely am going to need to get my hands on that it, tape. There was like, f- I think, four or five songs that we never even tried recording. Like, it, you know, we, we stopped playing together like right after we came back. All right. We're going to have to try to track that down. Um, and this is this is funny. Because apparently someone overheard some of the conversation on Facebook oh, about what was being talked about on the podcast with ex-members of the band. And so someone named Maddie, I'll just use her first name, hmm. uh, says, Who could that be? Is there going to be a 1007 reunion? Maddie, we had to talk about this. Wait, did We you? were only going to get involved in endeavors that made us money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know... Because we talked about it and I made the challenge, I laid out the challenge. I said that if you actually play again, if 1007 actually gets together and plays a show, I will start a record label and release new 1007 see, material. See, I, I don't know if I touched on this last time, but there's one big stumbling block that I see. When I was in 1007, I pretty much drank and stayed away from smoking weed. Uh-huh. My voice when I was in 1007 is about an octave higher. And with less range, like the way I sing now, does 
if you listen to the hit, that's how I sing now. Okay, but that sounds good. But it's not. You were saying oh, I want to sound like old ten oh seven, and, and, and <laughs> don't, like don't worry about it, man. And it it's would like, be with those people, so obviously there'd be a little bit different sound to it. Well, yeah, because Eric Kinder wasn't in now, the band. Well, and, there are people. Eric Kinder wasn't in the band in the early days. Yeah, Chris Drexel played drums, and by the way, we haven't really brought him up on here. Well, he called. He uh, he emailed me a while ago. He a short while ago accepted my friend request on Facebook. So I'm going to definitely make sure to mention that he should listen to this and he could be possibly one of the people that could get involved in this conversation. Well, I mean, like you've heard because Kinner's in California. It'd be very hard for him to come up, but Drexel's in like, he's down I-5 somewhere. And like with the hit and the stuff I'm writing now, it'd probably be better to have, have him play drums. Just like straightforward, you know, he's more of a straightforward guy. Eric was just so fucking good. He made everyone else sound bad. <laughs> it was just like, oh God, if the guitar player was just a little better. Eric is one of the standout drummers of my whole life. Like I, I, he is, most people who watched him play, he could pull attention off the rest of the band to himself as the drummer. And you don't see that a lot. And, and he, and he liked to do that. Yeah. He was just yeah. good. I, now, now technically I think he was the kind of drummer of that best. would affect women who were watching him. Well, I don't know about that. I saw it happen. Ew. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, I, I like technically he's probably one of the best drummers I've ever seen. It's just, uh, it's almost like he overplays the stuff I'm writing. Like I'm not that good. So that was that was my only point. That's fine. That's not. I mean, it's nice to have someone that everyone's trying to catch up to. Yeah, but I mean, it, I don't know where this one's going. <laughs> That's fine. So What's you're not on? answering the question. She said, is there going to be a reunion? Um, and I was going to point out, uh, Jeff, who played guitar, he um, he commented on hearing us talk about the possibility. The objection that you raised um, was that Jeff was too busy. He, he's got kids. He's got a, a family. He mm-hmm. has a very important job. Mm-hmm. He um, You said he, he wouldn't be able to do it. And he agreed with you that every single one of those things is true. And yet... If his, if what he had to offer was what was needed to make 1007 happen again, he would do it. And like, you, you know, Jeff, as well as I do, you know, he's just fucking with me. He doesn't have time. Know, well, in, in, in the last issue of Excursion Zine that I did, I, I speculated that Jeff uh, had, had, um, killed had someone. tried to kill all of you. Yeah. And that you had, you were the only one that survived. Yes. But no, I think he's serious. Wow, is it, I wonder if he'll show up to practice in a red Trans Am. I don't think you're seeing what happens down the line. I think he knows he can ruin me financially by getting me involved yeah, in putting out records again. again. <laughs> and so maybe he's laughing maniacally, you know, from his perch. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we also threw out the idea of uh, another, another drummer that you've worked with locally, possibly being a person who could drum. We talked about uh, Eric possibly being someone who could drum. Bradenburg? Oh shit! <laughs> the Eric that you, that was in, that you played with two Eric's, mm-hmm. and even though he wasn't in ten oh seven, you know, well, g- as Griff g- would say, yeah. it's all Matt Rock. Yeah, good job making it anonymous, dude. Everyone's gonna know that. <laughs> yeah, but they have to really know. It's not as cut and dried as all that. If you want to do the digging, you can figure out every person we've mentioned. Well, I know, but and, we're just not saying their and people name. People have a lot of time on their hands, obviously. Let someone get that obsessed about this podcast, please. Now, oh, wait, wait, obsessive person out there. Yes, I'm talking directly to you. How's that? Yeah, I hope so. I hope that attracts some stalkers. They can loop it and mm. use it. Loop it and use it. Um, Eric M. Different Eric. 
writes in and says, what is the weirdest situation that you've gotten into high on the devil's lettuce? I don't know what he's talking about. Um, you do. Yeah, you no, do. I do. I, yeah, I was just kidding. Fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck. What's the weirdest thing I've done? Uh, situation you've gotten into. Um, I haven't gotten into a lot of weird ones while stoned because I, I don't drink while I, I smoke pot, so I usually don't have that getting nutty problem. Um, okay, I've eaten a Tupperware canister full of macaroni and cheese without heating it up. Does that count? <laughs> like a block. I ate it like a, it was just a block of, you know, refrigerated macaroni and cheese. And I, I just, think this counts. I ate it like a cake. So you went to the fridge yeah. and thought, I need to eat because you were high. Mm-hmm. And there was macaroni and cheese in there. And you thought- In a Tupperware. No time to warm this no, up. Right. And I, I emptied it out like a block onto a plate and ate it like a fucking cake. <laughs> did, did I just you... sat in front of the TV and ate it. <laughs> that's pretty good. And that's disgusting. But it, it's all, it all ends up the same temperature, right? I don't know. I guess. I mean, I recall it being not bad. Um, Cold macaroni and cheese is gross. Let's see. What else have I if I've done? Something. But I guess it's true. When you were drinking, you were going out and being social, and the drinking was part of being social. But when you smoke, you tend to either be here or you, you tend to be in, in a situation where you're not out being social. You don't go out places and then smoke to get social. No, I'm obnoxious on my own. But like, uh, well, no, okay. Would you count the time that I was stoned and we went to see some movie at Pacific Place and we we're in the elevator and I pretended that like someone groped my ass in that full elevator? Would Actually... I think I have actually had issues with you in elevators before, yeah. but were you high that time or was that a time when you were drinking? That was a long time ago. No, I was, I was, I think I was high. What movie did we go see? I don't remember. I just remember that like you and Mike Land were laughing so hard, but you're trying to stifle it. Like it, it looked like you're almost crying. We get into the elevator to go up to the fourth floor of Pacific Place to see a and movie. And it's packed. And it's packed and elevator. All, and, and as soon as the door shuts... You kind of jump forward and go, hey, as if someone, and then grabbed your ass, yeah. like the person behind you had grabbed your ass. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so easy. It just, it just plays out perfectly. It, it was, it was pretty funny. It, it made everyone really uncomfortable. It's great. And then there's the best part too, is that we've moved about one floor. So we still have maybe three quarters of the elevator. Oh, no, I, I did it as soon as the door closed. So we got to just, so sit, we had to sit there and sit there in it. Okay. There you go. There's your answer, Eric M. Uh, but is that weird? I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I Matt, just, that's that's weird. Sorry. I, I, I just... See, that's another problem I got. I don't know when something's weird. I mean, I know when something's weird because I've seen it before and seen how people reacted to it. So I know not to, like, you know, shit on a window or something because I saw it in CK1 or one of those. <laughs> back in... Yeah, that's CKY. true. CKY. <laughs> and back in the day, you used to go through awnings and stuff. Like, you, you did some crazy shit when you were out in the world yeah, and I, drinking I, back in and, the day. And I saw all that stuff on, like, pro wrestling. So, yeah, I knew it was safe. Um, another question. This comes from Catherine S. Uh, what is the best sex act while stoned and what is the worst? What is the best sex act when stoned? All of them? <laughs> All of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but that actually, that doesn't help out with the uh, with the second part of the question, which is, which is the worst? She None of them. See... <laughs> that's, right. that's the same as not answering. I mean, she. I think she's looking for, you know, dig deeper. Oh, so to speak. Um, well, I think as long as it's not too funny, you're cool. Because, like, there's nothing worse than just cracking up right in the middle of sex. And if you get, you know, if you smoke a certain kind of weed, you're going to start laughing. So, like... 
I wouldn't do anything where you're, you know, trying to stuff your balls into the person's mouth. Oh, wait, this is a girl. Shit. Uh, well, she could still be one half of that equation. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I, I thought you were talking about uh, a hermaphrodite. Um, all right. So question is, what's the best sex when you're stoned? Uh, probably anything that you like when you're not stoned. It just more enhanced. So like if you like fucking in the ass, then you probably really like fucking in the ass. So you might want to like pull back a little bit because, you know, you don't want things to start breaking. You don't want any splittage or uh, what do they call it? Breach. You don't want to breach the hull. Okay. It's okay because I made it scientific. And then then the worst, that would be? Breaching the hull. (laughs) All right. To have a punctured rectum would probably be the worst. Wait, no. Punctured eye. Like if you if you lost an eye or something, that'd be really bad. If you were high and you lost an eye. That would also be bad if yeah. you weren't high. One could argue it might be worse if you weren't high. Yeah. Maybe. See, I find that sometimes when we talk about this subject, you you go to some some strange places. So you were talking about sex and then you moved to losing an eye. So are you a real flailer? No, I just believe in eye protection. You, you believe in eye protection? Yeah, because you never know when something's going to fly up. That's why I call it piloting the Millennium Falcon. You put on the goggles and hand solo. <laughs> well, that's when you're alone. Well, most of the time, unless you want to shoot someone. Well, you said solo. Oh, uh, yeah, but sometimes things get a little chewy. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, I will apologize to you. Catherine S. If that didn't, I think she was looking for a specific, you know. Oh, okay. I, I see now. Let um, me tell you, doggy, that's crazy. Doggy's crazy? Well, like when you're high. Actually, I probably prefer doggy when I'm high because then you wouldn't have to look the person in the face and they won't make a, f- a weird face that you can't stifle a laugh. Because that, that really kills the mood <laughs> when you start like, laughing. That's what you said before. <laughs> Not if the other person's laughing also. Yeah, so, so if they're laughing, you don't have to see them laugh. And you can you know, pretend that she's digging it. Okay. Um, and the worst would be, I wouldn't want it where something was poking me in the face because that'd be kind of scary. Or something was poking you in the face. Yeah, because it kind of enhances. So you don't want to go down on a dude when you're high. Or or a woman with a really large clit, like an extended clit, like a, cl- like a large, you know, that looks like, a, like one of those sugar cones. Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't want that coming at me. Like a sugar cone? Yeah, you know, like real pointy. Like like a, uni- like, like a unicorn down there? Yeah. Like there's a unicorn trying to get out. Like she's trying to give birth to a unicorn. Those are the worst. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> Not and, as bad as the uh, half exploded can of Spam, which I see more and more these days. You know, it's kind of like that chunky lip look. I'm not into that. They say puffy, but to me it's just chunky lip look. <laughs> They they say puffy. Yeah, like it's supposed to be a turn on. That's the, just... that's the category on the site you're yeah. on on the internet. That's yeah. that's one of the hashtags. Puffy. Puffy. But it's it's not puffy. It's chunky. Okay. And I, I, I don't want chunky spam lips. Is, does that make me a bad person? I, I don't think so. I'm just okay. not into that. I'm gonna move on to the next. I'm just not into that. I'm gonna move on to the next question. Um, Eric F may or may not has been mentioned before. Says, "What is on the dark side of the moon? Is it human made?" Whoa. Um, on the dark side of the moon, it is, I believe, ruins from what used to be us. Okay. So that's, that is interesting on, on a number of levels. You think it's ruins. Hmm? Why would they not be facing the earth? Why were they facing away? 
I don't know. Okay. Why would they be facing away? Yeah, why are they, why are the ruins on the dark side? I don't know, like if if we built stuff on Earth that looked like from the dark side from the moon, it looked like it was the dark side of Earth. There's no reason you just built it because that's where you were at the time. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. And I mean, the only people that say dark side of the moon are people that live on Earth. People that live on the moon, they don't know what the dark side of the moon is. It's the moon. Okay. But we can see the moon because the sun is shining on it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's shining on other parts of the moon because that's why we see a half moon or we see almost no moon. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Um, No, but like some of the- But you're saying that it's, it's the people that used to be us. So you think we became technologically advanced, moved out from the Earth, colonized the moon- and then that society was destroyed. No, no. I think we used to live on the, on the moon, probably. Before Earth? We started on the moon? Yeah, and then the moon got fucked up and looks like it does now, so we had to move here. Either that or from Mars. So the moon know. would have had an atmosphere and some sort of hospitable... Yeah, because uh, there's you know a whole like belt of asteroids. That, that, that's all broken up planets, so they had to come from somewhere. It's broken up planets or it's, or it's material that never formed planets? It's broken up planets. It is? Mm-hmm. That's for real? Mm-hmm. That's science or you're saying that? I saw it on the Science Channel. <laughs> you saw it on Ancient Aliens? No, not on Ancient Aliens, Dave. It's so obvious. It's so obvious, people. Um, Yeah. So what do I think is on the dark side of the moon? Ruins from But you think there are, and, you, and you think it's ruins? Yeah, I don't think anything's living up there now because, as you said, there's no atmosphere. I think maybe at one time there was. There's, a, there's too many photos that... uh come from the moon that are obviously doctored up in photoshop there are photos from the dark side there's photos from all over the moon i mean some of them look like you know sharpening distortions but some of them look like you know satellite photos of say like machu picchu or something like they look like ruins you know they have 90 degree angles and everything i mean either that or it's some other civilization but you know as a human i'm i've been uh manufactured to be self-centered so I'll just assume that it's humans. <laughs> because you know, Dave, that people are not just from chimpanzees, but they're actually from viruses as well. You think people are a combination of chimpanzees and a virus? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the way they act. I mean, seriously, like... That's a real, like, um, Matrix point of view. Oh, yeah? Right? I mean, that's what they, the guy says in the Matrix. What, what other thing act this way? A virus. Oh, I thought he meant computer virus. I mean actual virus. He meant an actual virus in the Matrix. Oh, well, I mean, like... That's the only other thing that I can think of that wants everything around it to be like it. Okay. Like like people, even especially today, they're really obsessed with making whoever's sitting near them or walking near them. Like they really want everyone to be like they are because they've been emboldened to think that they're the center of the universe. And, uh, you know, that's a handicap in itself. So... Does this answer uh, Eric's question? What's on the dark side? Ruins. And is it human made? And you're saying yes, but not current humans. Yeah. It is... It's ruins of old humans. Yeah. Okay. Because like... It... That, are, that are a combination of chimpanzees and a virus. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was through, you know, a guy fucking a, a virus or something, but maybe it was in a lab. Who knows? All right. So we're going to get to the last question, and then we're going to quickly do the last couple segments of this show. This actually has three parts. Uh, it's from a person who just wants to be identified as Manson. Okay. <laughs> he says, why edibles? 
The few times I've tried them, they come on too slowly, then get me way too high for too long. I sat through a Colin Hay show at Benaroyal Hall and thought he was a monster. What's Matt's approach to managing that? Or is that the point? Number one, I need name and address where you got that shit. <laughs> you want the one that makes the Met at Work dude scare you? That's yeah, that sounds like a if that was on the side of a jar, I might purchase. Will make you freak out at Men at Work guy. Men at Work guy. No, Colin Hay. Well, no wonder you freaked out, dude. That did, that guy would freak me out when I wasn't high. Like, I mean, he's talented. He just has that stare where he, he could be a sniper in another life. Yeah, he's a funny dude too. Yeah. Now that would probably freak me out. Okay, so his question was, why edibles? Do you have an approach to managing them, or is the point that they're you can't really manage them? Well, what I've been doing is trying to concentrate the active ingredients in the smallest space possible. So I, I've come up with a way to make candy that uh, instead of taking too long to work, it, it pretty much will kick your ass in about 15 minutes. Oh, so you want it to hit faster. Mm-hmm. And, and, and do, but you want the effect that he's describing here. Well, I, I, I just don't see a negative from what he described. Okay. Like, did, did you end up naked somewhere? Did you end up, you know, with someone else's wife? That kind of shit. I mean, yeah, then there would be an issue, but just... Having the minute work dude freak you out, that's that's a feature in my book. That's a bullet point. That'd be a bullet point on the side of the packaging. And why edibles? Uh, because people are still freaked out about smoking. There's I meet so many people that won't even touch it if it's smoking, but brownies, oh, that's fine. I stick it in my mouth. It's okay. Um, I guess you smoke, put a joint in your mouth, or maybe they do it a different way. No wonder they don't want to smoke weed. They've been smoking it in their butt. Anyway, um... Yeah, edibles, because uh, in edibles, it's a lot easier to, to eat a piece of candy, like at a mall. But if you lit up a joint at a mall, I think there might be issues. So so, so really, the why edibles is because you can use it in more places. Oh, yeah. I mean, I eat, I eat them like two hours till the end of work. I'll just throw a couple in my mouth. And I couldn't smoke two joints at work. I'd probably get sent to HR again. So you're you sure you want that? And you don't want me to cut that out? That you're saying on your show, that we've already talked about your work a lot, that you eat edibles at work yeah but i didn't say that there was pot in them oh just edible things yeah well can, all candy is edible right yeah well most of it i, I don't know if i'd eat those wax lip things <laughs> um he says his next part of the question is indica or sativa depends on the day depends on the day what what are the reasons for the two types uh well, well one type has more of a tendency to be like almost opiate-ish, like it, it relaxes you and loosens up your muscles and stuff. And then... The, Which one is that? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. Whatever this one is, that's it's the opposite. I can't see. Give me. It, I, I've got like triple vision from that candy. It does not say. I thought it did. It said... Oh, it says sativa. Yeah, so indica is the one that's really stony, I guess. Sativa is the one that's supposed to make you more talky, creative. Oh, so those are the differences. Yeah. So, okay. And like, you know, it. So indica was the one that you said is more calming. Sativa is the one that boosts you up. Whatever it said on this jar, it's the one that boosts. Sativa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hope that's right. Uh, yeah. If I it's don't not, know. If it's not, then one of you anonymous people let me know. I certainly have learned a lot about this stuff from doing this show with you, even just these episodes. But um, yeah, it's, you know, you I, I learned something before it's done. I hey, learn hey, a little hey. bit all the time. Hey, I, I'm hey, sure hey. it will be very useful. Uh, there's one more part to this question 
Remember, this is an anonymous question. It's mm-hmm. weird for an anonymous question. It says, whatever happened to the PA my mom bought for 1007? I had to go get a real guitar app when I picked up guitar again. I have no fucking idea. Where did that go? Did someone end up with an extra piece of equipment? I have no fucking idea. I've got a PA head somewhere that you can have that's way more powerful than that one, so... If I find it in storage, it's yours. <laughs> oh, he can he can have it back. Or he can I, have I, it I mean, anonymous. Sorry, anonymous. <laughs> wait, wait. What was it? Say the whole thing again using the word Manson. Oh shit! No, because I'm not sure where that PA head is. I should, <laughs> That's should probably fine. just kill it. Okay, so so it just uh, where's that? Where, where is it? Um, I I don't know. I, I I really don't know. You lost track of it when everything lost track after that 1007 tour. I guess. I mean, I wonder if. Someone got got that in Red Rocket. Did you guys use it in Red Rocket? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so they used it in the band after. Yeah, after 1007. Thanks, Jeff. But I don't remember using it in the hit. Huh. Um, fucking A, I, I, I really don't know. All right, we're going to quickly do a couple things we need to do. We're leaving the segment. I We couldn't get an answer for Mr. Manson, um, which is fine. Yeah, I don't know where the it PA was more is. Of, I think that it was just more of a funny question anyway. Don't know where the PA is. When we leave uh, the Ask Matt you know what would segment. Be, you know what would be terrible? What? Is, if, is if this Manson person was a lawyer in real life and, like, you know, sued me. That would be awful. It would be terrible. Anyway. Good thing that's highly unlikely. Yeah, move on. Move on. When we leave the Ask Matt section, which is also known as um, Dear, Dear Ashy. Ashy, when we leave that, we tend to take a trip. We get to a new place, and to get there, we go through the yellow land. Hey, you've totally, you've made it a little bit Oompa Loompa. <laughs> it needs to be a no, little Oompa Loompa, Loompa would com- be through the yellow land. Yeah, but that's kind of what it sounded like to oh. me. <laughs> through, through the, the what? through the yellow land. Calming. Through the yellow lands. Through the yellow lands. Through the yellow lands. Just think of like imagine you're doing voiceover on a meditation tape. Oh, like, okay. Uh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Through. The yellow land. Is that right? <laughs> sure. Here, one more time. One more time. Well, it's, it's, go ahead. Through the yellow land. Through the yellow lands. Through the yellow lands. Okay. Uh, th- basically, this is what through the yellow lens is today. This is it right here. It's visual. So once again, people are going to have to rely on the picture I put up. But this is what I want to know about. Oh my god, you fucking found one of these. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Did you just buy this? Put it down on the table. I'll Did, take a picture no, of you're it. Not so, I thought they took all those off. That is fucking funny. Okay, what... That is I, it. I'll that, describe so to you. I'll describe. Matt and I were driving around a week ago, and he said... He told me that they had to take... They don't call it Oriental Flavor, flavor Ramen any, anymore. Because the whole... the, the thi- People were complaining that... What you're saying is it tastes like an oriental person. Right, and there's no oriental flavor. Yeah, right? I mean, it, it all tastes like jizz. And, like, so they changed it to original flavor. And, well, and original oriental, you you told me that they looked the same on the package, yeah. so people just thought they still said oriental. Yeah. Which I marched home and grabbed a ramen packet out of my cupboard, and that's what it is. It's or it, It's oriental. You're seeing it. Dude, how old is this? No, it's... Look at look at the date. It's new. That company that company still makes Oriental flavor. One of the other wow. ramen companies might make. 
Because that's not top ramen. That's, what is it, Mar- Marush? Marushan? Well, this is from California, isn't it? So it's Whitey that's doing this one. Well, yeah. I think those I think those 10 to 15 cent packets of ramen that you buy, I think those are... Well, Sapporo Ichiban's from Japan, I thought. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I guess... So it... Sapporo Ichiban says original? I'm, I thought it did. Who knows? Maybe they. <laughs> maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm living in my own world. So now... Let Maybe. me let me ask. How do you feel about that? I don't feel anything. I'm just like, well, you, ju- you should hold it up so I can take a picture of you posing with it. it. It's just an. It's just no. This is <laughs> now. The thing about this is, you know, it's just another. It's just another white slide. It's just another white slide. Well, that's a slight from the white. Yes, it's a slight white. Or wait. Well, I was really. I was really excited to show you that. Man, they still make noodles called Oriental Flavor. They I, do. Now You still live in that world, Matt. I wonder if it tastes like me. I hope not. Well, there's nothing wrong. It's a little salty with a kind of a bleach meets THC flavor. Well, okay, so... And I don't know that because I suck my own semen. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say that, that the sage old elderly asian man had been sitting here mm-hmm. and he had seen that package at the same time as you did when i put it down what would his response have been oriental flavor oh that's a good taste <laughs> that, so he would have he would have actually been cool with it oh yeah because he's old school he, you know he's used, he, he he's is used, just he's used to getting shit on by the man he's just grown up with he, this white american just, racism yeah he's just like you know at least they're acknowledging my existence that's all i want Okay. All right. I am one of the crew now. My name on Noodle. That's what you would say. <laughs> My name on Noodle. Hmm? Okay. All right. I think that's... I can't really argue with that. I think it would probably be a younger person who would really, well, and you, you know, and have, you, the, have the, real, the real offensive and reaction you, to and it. And you can't because I'm saying it in that accent. You can't, like, disprove anything said in that accent. That is the view through the yellow lens. The grass is blue. It's true through the yellow lens. <laughs> the sky is green. Yes, through the yellow lens. See? <laughs> Inarguable. Exactly. Why? Because of the accent. Well, also because of the way colors work. Well, that too. And I'm not going to say because of the way of color works. Vinyl of color. Ask for it by name. Don't be a Honestly, racist. I like that you were correcting me. I think when I first met you, I would say colored vinyl and you'd say vinyl of color, please. Yeah. Like you, you would say that back then. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to say color, right? No. You didn't have no handle on that. Well, fuck. What? You're not well, supposed you... to refer Dude, can... to a person as colored, but the word colored does not become wrong in and of itself. Yeah, but why, how come it's okay to say it to a record and not to a person? Because it's... Oh, man. <laughs> Shouldn't you be saying vinyl are of you, color? Are you worried about offending the vinyl? No, but I think we should give ev- everything a, a no. fair shake. No. <laughs> Three fair shakes. But and no. it's masturbation. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, is that talking about a person... The way you would talk about an object, I think, is where the problem comes from. That's a real big part of it. So we're not supposed to say vinyl of color? No, you, 
it's it's but you see when you say vinyl of color that makes it funny the reason that's funny is because of the absurdity of calling it vinyl of color i'll go for a laugh however i guess (laughs) all right so we have to get this last segment done quickly it does kind of relate to stuff we've been talking about for the last few minutes we have to do this episode's white slights white slights white slights and this one has a classic it has a it's it has the one that goes all the way back i think so just so everyone understands what white slights is is that i go to the racial slur database and i find slang terms slurs for white people and we are searching for a hurtful actually damaging thing you can call a white person we're trying to find in this in this long effort we're trying to find a word that is actually mean to say to a white person and this search is not in vain because i'm sure there's a word out there somewhere somewhere out there somewhere out there so oh i'm going to start american tale <laughs> i'm going to start with the word the word that started it all off actually the word that that basically is what causes the the conversation to happen and that is the word the george jefferson slur for white people that doesn't actually hurt anybody's feelings and that's honky i think it's because white people lean on the horn a lot when they're driving right oh and so people don't understand what i what happens is is i say a word from the database and then matt sees if he can define it without knowing what it is so you think they call them honky because of something about a horn well, I don't know. I mean, I can't think of anything else that honks. So this is the long, I think this is the longest definition I've found in the racial slur database. And it makes sense because this is the one word everyone knows. It says it possibly comes from the term honky tonk, which is a type of country music. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Another interesting theory suggests it originated as hunky and bohunk to refer to Slavic and Hungarian immigrants and eventually transformed into honky to refer to all white people. Yeah, that's yeah, that's weird. It might also come from the African Wolof. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Word honk, that's with a Q in the end, meaning red or pink and used to describe white men. Sounds to me like all of these things kind of come together to make a word. Um, yet another theory has it originating from white men honking their horns to call the lounge singer prostitute types in 1920s Harlem. See, that's what I thought. So you're, you were right in that one of the things that is supposed for where the word came from is white men honking their horns so, so since, to alert prostitutes. Since my definition more or less matched up with the Harlem version, does that make me more enlightened racially? I don't, would it? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Maybe, okay. or maybe you just saw a movie where they someone honked and they called him honky. No, I've always thought it was because they honked the horn. Okay, either that I figured it was either that or it's a combination of hooker and donkey. Oh, like we established before, honky doesn't really hold any. It carries no weight. It's hard to say it. It sounds too funny. It's hard to say it in a mean way. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to be a literalist, you could just, oh, the chosen ones. But I mean, a lot of people like that one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. This is a, a weird one. Uh, Hill William. Hill? Like Hillbilly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it, it's not the same as Hillbilly. It's Hill William. A Hillbilly named William. It's an upscale white trash. So you call, if, it, if, they're too, if they look too good to be a Hillbilly, they can be a Hill William. Man, I, I know a guy named William. I wonder if that applies to him. Mm, 
I don't think Bill's origins are hillbilly necessarily. No, that wasn't the William I'm talking about. Oh, a different. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is we could use it either way. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is okay. Honkaloid. I have no fun. That's like someone just heard Negroid and then like decided to make a honky version of it. Yeah. Exactly. That one's actually, and I tried to find the video for this and I couldn't find the video on it. That one is from a Chris Rock skit on Saturday Night Live where he bemoans the lack of racial terms for whites. Chris Rock did a whole bit on this that I didn't know about because I can't, it's, I, I, when I tried to search for it, I couldn't oh, find man, it. Is this going to start a problem like an Asian guy borrowing from the African-American no, community? I think, it's a common, I think it's a common theme that that there's no way to go at the whites well. Oh, that, that's kind of cool. Like, we can all be against whites. It doesn't have to just be an African-American versus it also, Caucasian thing. I mean, it also doesn't have to necessarily be looked at as against. It's just along with. Sure, whatever you got to tell yourself, Dave. Um, Wow, so honkaloid. Honkaloid. I mean, the only reason why anyone would take have a problem with that is... is uh, you know, they had already heard Negroing. Oh, that must be bad. You know, just from the stigma of that, of Negroing. Right. It's like calling white guys wigger. Yeah. It, I mean, that has nothing to do with being white. It, it's it's a play on a black derogatory term for just switching it with white. It's a bait and switch. Yes. Okay. Hoopy. See, I, when I hear hoop, I think of basketball, and there's not a lot of white guys in basketball. So maybe they're just, you know, rubbing their face in it. Oh, there's not a lot of white there guys used to be. There used to be, though. Well, yeah, it was all white guys at one point. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's not where it comes from. It's a term for Southerners or poor whites who used barrel hoops as belts. It's uh, Apparently, it's considered to be very similar to hillbilly and hick. Barrel loops? Barrel hoops. Like the things, I don't know. The, oh, that hold the slats together in barrel? Yeah, maybe the, the thinner part at the top, they would use them as a belt. Holy crap, how big are these fuckers? Do you know how big a barrel is? Yeah, but maybe the, the, the short end of the barrel, the top part, the skinnier part. Uh, it's still kind of big. Yeah, but maybe these are big boys. Oh, yeah. It says they're similar to hillbillies and hicks. That's a hoopy. And obviously, hoopy, that's, that's exactly the kind of word we're not looking for. It just sounds funny. Yeah, it's like a cross between a hooker and poop. This one's going to end on a real down note. So the next Great. one's either kind of funny or it's kind of downer. Should we do the downer one or the somewhat funny one? Why don't we do both? <laughs> they don't go together. Oh. Um, I'm going to end this one with the, the downer. So Great. Uh, horse face. Horse face? Well, I, I know the term why the long face horse, but a horse face? I don't know. There's I've We've seen some girls recently with the horse face. God, another thing we got to cut out. Shit. Because girls don't like being called horse face, right? Yeah. But it's true. She did have some equine features. <laughs> I'm just saying. She had equine features. Okay. So the funny thing is, you may have actually used this racial slur that I got out of the racial slur database because it's in the H section. And that was a section Tor we were in. Not because you said this yesterday in my car towards a white person. It's true. And you saw a person that had a really kind of long face. And you said she had a horse face. And yeah. it, was, it was mean, but she didn't hear you. I mean, it was just a comment right. you made to me as we were driving Well, she by. didn't just have a horse face. She kind of had a horse body. True. She had, I mean, she was, yeah. You could have rode her. And not the, mm. not the way we're thinking. <laughs> we? Uh, no. So the, the, this means elongated whites, such as oh, Nordids, that, that it says resemble equines. 
Nordids? Nordic, Nordic people, I'm assuming. The Nordids was the word that was in there, but that could have even been a misspelling. Um, yeah, Nordic people having that long face. Oh, I didn't know that was unique to them. I, I think that's maybe where the trait comes from, but um, at least that's if I'm going to trust the racial slur database as being totally on the up and up and legit. Well, and scientific. And scientific. No, but she did look like a horse. And I didn't say that because she was white. I said that because she looked like a horse. Yeah. you're. Here's the thing. I don't know who that person was. You're not wrong. I'm, I know. Yeah. Um, I don't look. But I, she was probably a great person. I don't. So oh, I'm sure she was. She, well, she had to have a great personality, Dave. Because, like, you know, she wouldn't. You got to get by somehow. Um, but, but, like, you know, I'm not trying to be mean. I, I'm just I'm just think of me as a traveler from another planet who just is kind of just describing what he sees. And I saw a woman that looked like a horse. It's not like I'm trying to be mean. I'm just trying to describe what's going on to my people up on the mothership. Sure. Uh, when they're they're over there on the uh, dark side of the moon, huh? Yeah, I mean, I could have been more subtle and just called her Clarabella, but I think Clarabella's a cow. <laughs> Claras are usually cows. Yeah. Okay, the last one. I'm not even going to have you guess on it because you won't guess. Um, well, okay, I w- it, maybe you will guess. HP. Honky penis? No. Um, that, that's not too bad. One more guess and I'll tell you. And then we're, it's 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 a real bummer, so we'll just take it right out with it. Oh, God. Ho-poop? Ho-poop. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to be called ho-poop. Okay, no. Um, it It stands for human parasites. And it's because Europeans destroy every culture they encounter. Well, that's true. Okay, well, it's just not very... It's kind of like, oh, that's what we're going out with? Well, I mean, like... It may be true, but it's a little bit of a bummer. But, I mean, maybe that is the white slide. I mean, there's a bit of truth to it, you know, but it's a way of looking at the truth that's very negative. It's it's not... Right, but the slight isn't going to be because of what the definition means. It's not going to be... if We need something that hurts because of the way it sounds... And the implication that comes off it when you hear the word. How about human parasite? That sounds worse. Parasite. Parasite. It doesn't work. No. It's just, it was just the last thing in the H section that I had to bring to the table today for this episode. I don't know if it's a downer. It's a truther. Oh, yeah. Perhaps my interpretation of it being a downer is because when I hold up my hand. Well, yeah. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> I but... see uh I see that uh, that parasitic white. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this isn't called white views. It's not called white views. It's, it's called, called white slides. <laughs> and it's in the token Asian. Yeah. No. I'm I've... just facilitating. Well, I'm I'm, I'm just co-opting your culture to use it to my advantage. Oh shit. I'll just start calling you Elvis. Um. No. I mean, I don't look. I don't hold a grudge against white people, mainly because there's so many of you, and you know. Why try to climb a wall that you'll never get over? Just, you know, I'm taking it in stride. I know it's it's a white world. It's cool. You know, just occasionally throw me a couple of your ladies and call it even. And everything will be all right? All right and all tight. Um, So with that, you and I have to leave. Oh, we, d- we didn't say the name of my boss's band. Oh, do you know the name of your boss's band? Yeah. Let's li- Hey, let's take the show out today. With some praise for your boss's band, because they deserve it. And because I don't want to get fired. Um, <laughs> no, that's, I'm just kidding. No, they're actually good, as we stated hey, before. We have, uh, we have integrity. Like, 
if your boss's band was bad, we would have just not put that part in the last episode. Or Torm a new ass. One of the two. We wouldn't come on and fake it. We just wouldn't say anything if you don't have anything, anything nice to say. Yeah, he, he's probably listening to it and going, the name of our band isn't Deadpool. Um, <laughs> no, no. I think we, it was, the, yeah, that's out of order. Oh, okay. The episode eight was the last, well, I don't, depends on when this one comes out. Episode eight was the uh, episode and, where. And the, his band is called Get. Get. Yeah. Yeah. And so you should go see them whenever they play next. And they play locally in the Seattle area. And you'll probably meet me, the token Asian. I'm the Asian guy who's high and like trying to avoid eye contact with my coworkers. He probably has a weird long haired friend. Yep. Dude who's still holding on to it until he has to shave his head forever. Yep. And standing next to him, come talk to us. You might get on the show. And uh, I might share some candy with you. People could also periodically find us in the toy section at Target. Yes, you could. I wish that was a joke. I I don't care. Matt, we've actually been I'm... seen and identified and talked to in the toy section at really? Target. I was. Oh, I'm comfortable with myself, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> so, um, yeah, every once in a while, if you see us, if you see something, say something. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're talking about, all those signs on the Metro bus. If you see something, say something. They're actually talking about Dave and I. <laughs> they're asking people to come up and to give the token Asian some new material. Yeah, we're the something that you're supposed to talk about. You're so, we're the something that you're supposed to say. To who? I'm not sure. They don't even tell you who to you're say You're the to. something they're supposed to say. But they don't say who to say it to. It says if you, say, if you see something, say something, but they never say who to. Are you supposed to just talk to yourself? Yeah, if you say it to the wrong person, it's not going to be helpful at all. Yeah. So it's like if you see something, say something to someone who's important. Yeah, I think they just assume that, you know, you just go to an authority figure. Oh. But yeah. I've seen plenty of things and I've said things at times and I usually get this. Yeah, we don't really have the resources to deal with that. So that's why I like to keep things on the down low. Matt, isn't keeping it on the down low actually a sexual term? No, that's keeping on the down blow. No, I think I maybe this will be for next time, but isn't saying keep it on the down low, isn't that a a gay sex thing? Oh, like an ass eating thing? I don't know if it's that, but it's Or is it a, like a foot fetish cuz that's lower than an asshole? Hold on. Let's find out. Yep. Like you're just going to crash your computer. No, I'm not. On the down low definition Oh, according to Wikipedia, it means men who identify as heterosexual but have homosexual relationships secretly. Oh. That's where it originates. Well, that's not me. No, and I think now we've just turned to saying on the down low it means keep it secret. But it comes from – and that, there is no reason why gay slang can't enter the general lexicon. So to know. speak. I don't think you have to say so to speak well, just say- because you use the word gay and enter. Oh, okay. Lesbians are gay. Yeah, but they still, you know, use dildos. Strap-ons, I think that's what they call them. Or is it strappies? I can't remember. Strap-on dildo? Chocolate babies?
This podcast is a product of the Nobody's Knows Podcast Network. Executive Producers, David R. Larson and K. Drake Streetman. Music for this episode provided by The Hit from the record Shermer, Illinois. Next time on The Token Asian. Here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the meter and make sure I don't get in the red like I just did. Token is here. That doesn't do it. Token Asian. I don't want to use the music. Crown car, I'm riding in a black crown car. They'll poke you in the mouth and in your star, <laughs> your brown star. I've known you too long, that's not a reference to the penis. So don't write us about this song, cause it's not about a dong. That would just be wrong, cause I've known you too long. You know, the songs never work, right?